This episode is brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. We're back. We're actually back. And we're ready for the Giant Up Podcast, people. How we been doing? How we been living? It's the off season. We don't really give a shit about what happened this past season. We're not going to think about it anymore, and we're not going to talk about it anymore, frankly. Congratulations to the LA Rams. I mean, I'm over here on the West Coast. I'm in San Diego. Shit was going crazy around here when the Niners played the Rams at the playoffs. It was cool to be around that environment. It was cool to be around good sports teams. I mean, God, the Giants and the Jets have been miserable for the last five years. So it was cool to see locally the people were extremely excited. I mean, people on the West Coast are going nuts right now after the Rams won the Super Bowl. I got to be honest, I don't know who I was rooting for. I bet on the Bengals, but I was happy that the Rams won. I was happy that OBJ got a ring. Still a big fan of his. I just love him. Then I don't really care. Um, But yeah, happy for the Rams. But we're moving on, people. We have new and exciting things. We have new and exciting hires. We have Joe Schoen in the building who we're going to talk about today. We got Brian Dabble. We got new coordinators. We're going to chop it all up today on the podcast. We're going to get to it all because that's what we bring to you here on Giant Up. Uh, We've completed our first roster up, Giant Up regular season. Uh, It was was a tough first season, let's be honest. It wasn't fun to watch by the end. Joe Judge is out of the building. Dave Gettleman's out of the building. We got fresh faces. And we can move on and we and we can be hopeful again because I think we brought in the right people. So let's start out with the GM search because that's where this all began. So I think our GM search, the way it was done, was done the right way. And I'll tell you why. Because it was extremely thorough. We took our time. We interviewed a ton of people. There were a lot of good candidates. Uh, Ryan Poles and Joe Schoen were probably my top two, wanting Schoen more than anybody, but still would have been happy if we went with Poles. But we ended up bringing in Joe Schoen, and I love the hire, honestly. I think we did it right, and... I think we got the best GM candidate. I mean, we really jumped on everything. We jumped on the hiring process. We really went through it right out of the gates as fast as we could. And it was thorough, like I said, and it was good. I mean, Joe Schoen, I mean, he was the Buffalo Bills assistant GM. Uh, It's his 20th year in the NFL, and he did five years with the Bills. I mean, he was a part of that building that team. Um, something went right in Buffalo. They developed, I mean, obviously Daniel Jones isn't Josh Allen. I'm I'm not insinuating that he is, but they built a team. They were able to make the right trades and make the right draft picks and things like that are extremely important. So I'm glad that we're moving away from the Patriot way. I'm just very sour on it right now. And we're hopefully moving towards sort of a new school type of thinking because 
the old school stuff just ain't working. Let's be honest. It's just a bunch of bullshit. I mean, the Jason Garrett bland offense, it's done. So now we have some new people in the building. And I was most excited about the Joe show and hire because I knew that he would bring along Brian Dabble, who is the number one head coach that I wanted this year more than anybody. Um, and I think a lot of teams wanted him. The Dolphins was, were at one point reporting that he was their number one option. Um, and we grabbed him. We grabbed him. We did our head coaching process, very similar to our GMing process. It was thorough. We looked at a lot of people. Um, Brian Flores was another guy that I think two years ago, if a guy with the exact resume of Brian Flores was coming in, I think I would have wanted him more than Dabble. With the head coaching experience, the success, I think I would have wanted that. But the only reason I didn't want Flores this time around was I just felt like we just kind of tried that with Joe Judge. And I'm not at all comparing the two coaches. Joe Judge was not successful. Brian Flores was. Uh, something he did worked. Um, he had a lot of success in Miami. Butted heads. There was a lot of weird stuff going in Miami. I'm not even going to try to say what happened with that situation. The reason he was fired. I think he 100% deserves to be a head coach in the NFL. But he, I didn't want him for the Giants. It was just seemed too similar to Joe Judge. We needed something new. I didn't want anything Patriots anymore. And Dabble is just the perfect guy. And then by bringing in Dabble, there was a part of me that was hoping we'd retain Pat Graham. But I'm so happy with who we ended up as our coordinators. I mean, Mike Kafka, I've been shouting high praise to him. I tweeted out of eight years ago that he was my favorite NFL player, and I love him. And now he's our offensive coordinator, and life just works like that somehow. I accidentally manifested it. I'm not saying I'm personally responsible for hiring him, but if he is successful, I will take credit. But. The Mike Kafka hire is one that I love. He's been with Kansas City. And then we brought in Wink Martindale, who is a beast, who's been with the Ravens. He's their defensive coordinator. I was listening to an interview with him earlier today about how he isn't going to be the type of coordinator who is going to read offenses and react to them. He's going to make offenses react to him, to what he's doing. He's coming in. He wants shit done a certain way, and it's going to be his way, and he wants to make teams uncomfortable. He doesn't want to play into teams, and I think that it's very interesting because Pat Graham was kind of like that, but had some success with sort of his mid-game adjustments, especially in his first years as defensive coordinator, more in his first year than this year, um, found success with that type of defense. Coming in with a game plan, but being willing to, to change it, depending on what a team was trying to do, and finding success that way. But 
There's something I like about the way that he's talking, man. I mean, he's been in Baltimore. He ain't got nothing to prove. He's a hell of a defensive coordinator. I think it's just an amazing hire. He's just a veteran of the league. You got a new co- head coach coming in like Brian Dabble, and I think it's just such an awesome hire. We're pulling from all of the most successful teams in the league. And that's all you can do. That's all we could have done. You know, we got from the Chiefs, we got from the Ravens, and we got from the Bills. And we got those guys on the Bills, they're sort of the hierarchy, Joe Schoen and Dabble. They're going to have a certain way they want to do things. I, I'm, But once again, never going to be comparing Daniel Jones to Josh Allen. But they're going to throw him in that similar role. And he is a big quarterback. We know he has speed. But we also know he has a lot of things he's got to work on. I tweeted out the other day, Sports Illustrated had Daniel Jones as the 32nd ranked starting quarterback in the league. And if anyone can count, that's last. Um, not that I necessarily agree that he was 32nd. Obviously he had the entire world against him. He had two different coordinators, the worst offensive line in the league. Joe judge was the head coach. Just absolutely no chemistry either. Kadarius Tony was barely able to stay on the field. Kenny Galladay didn't score a touchdown all year. I mean, I I keep saying we're not going to talk about last year, but it was just amazing. Some of the things that happened. Amazingly horrible. But we're hoping with these new faces that things can change. We knew we needed a bunch of new, fresh faces, and that's what we have now. From a bunch of different organizations that have had immense success over the last four to five years in the NFL. And that's all you can do. Anyone saying that we should have hired Flores over Dabble I just don't agree with that. We needed something new. We needed something fresh. And the one tiny thing that made me nervous too about Flores was his handling of Tua. Uh, It was strange. Seemed like he had such a short leash and it's got to be hard to, as a young quarterback to play a game knowing your coach could just pull you at halftime if you're not playing well. You can't have that in your psyche. Um, so, I just think I really like the hiring of Dabble, and I think most people do. Um, I heard Colin Coward disagreeing with it, saying we should have gotten Flores. It's just it's bullshit. It's bullshit. And I, and I like to extend an olive branch and agree with Colin when I can. But, I just don't agree with that, which is fine. Not that he gives a shit, but anyway, let's go to Twitter. I'm really excited about all of our offseason hires. Really excited to kind of wrap that up. And let's take some of the Twitter questions here that we've got. All righty. All right, we got one from Danny Bags. Is Daniel Jones our QB? That's a good question, Danny B. Um, he is next year. So our quarterback for next year. I'll tell you that. I would love for them to bring in 
some kind of veteran. I, they need to bring in a better backup quarterback. That needs to be some kind of priority. Because Daniel Jones has shown us that he can't stay healthy either. Not only is he not really playing that effectively, he also can't stay healthy. So we need a good backup quarterback. The last two years, that, that shit can't fly. We need one that can play um, and compete. And there are guys out there like Mariota. I mean, Mitch Trubisky shows that, I mean, uh, who knows? I mean, Mitch Trubisky had that amazing preseason game in Buffalo, but like Mitch Trubisky still Mitch Trubisky. But just someone, Mariota is a name I love more than anyone probably. That'd be really cool if we were able to bring him in. I'm just trying to think realistically who we who we can bring in here. Um, who I think what the Giants would bring in. Mariota would be the best option. But yeah, I think Daniel Jones is our quarterback for next year. I think he's definitely got one more year. And that'll be it. Um, we got his fourth year coming up here. He's got some fresh faces. I mean, I know it's tough for a kid to have to learn all these new kind of playbooks with new coaches and every year and trying to learn something new, but you can't just keep the excuses coming for someone their whole life. At some point, you got to just go out there and produce. And that's the point we're at right now with DJ. But Danny B, yeah, I appreciate your question, man. Thanks for reaching out on the Twitter, man. For real, bro. And we had someone else. Oh, my buddy Tom, dude. Tom's a good man. Tom's a buddy of mine. He used to live out in San Diego. He's a good man. He's a good, good man. But he is a Jet fan. So we don't really like that shit. But he did ask a question. Do you want Saquon Barkley to be on the Giants next year? Um... I don't know. And I was the biggest Saquon Barkley fan in the world, but he just can't stay healthy. And he's, although he did stay healthier this year, he didn't produce at all. Um, I mean, I still go back and watch his rookie highlights. I think it's some of the best running back highlights you'll ever see. Um, but he doesn't look like that player anymore. And that doesn't mean that he can't get back to being an effective football player. I just think Saquon needs a new place. I'd love for him to go to a new team and succeed. I'd love for us to find success somewhere else. But if it's possible that he can find success here with these new fresh faces in town and maybe he stays healthy... But you just never know. I mean, we had a lot of injury troubles with these guys. And we brought in a lot of guys who get injured a lot. And they got injured. So we really don't know. But I'd say for me, if it's the right deal, why not? Bring him back. Bring him back on some kind of... Just as long as it's for one more year. If, if Daniel Jones is getting another year, why not give Saquon another year? Um, yeah, I could definitely see him coming back for one more. I mean, you know him. He's a loyal guy. He probably really wants to find success in New York. Uh, he's been here. He's got something to prove. He's a hard worker. I mean, I love the guy. 
He's a leader. He's an absolute leader. It's just such a benefit to have him on your team when he's playing well. Because he can spark your offense if you put the right pieces around him and you have a defense that can actually play. But that's uh that's a lot there, but and then there's just one more thing here. Thank you guys for the Twitter questions. But I saw today that Nate Solder is officially voided, leaving behind his contract with the Giants. It is over. He heads towards the open market. Um, we tried with the Nate Solder thing. didn't work. He took a year off, came back, didn't play well, and, and now he's gone. I mean, that was one of the worst contracts of all time. And it felt like he was on the team forever, and now he's finally gone. Um, I mean, I wish him all the best. But he just didn't ever live up to that contract, not even close. I mean, we gave him uh, – I don't know how he could have, honestly. We gave him the fattest contract. But, yeah, I mean – that was one of those things that just needed to happen at the end of the day. But regardless, I think we'll kind of wrap it up here, man. I mean, you know me. I'm active on the Twitter, always firing off left and right. People are coming in, new people every day. Uh, it's awesome to see that page grow. But I love all you guys, man. And and there's And there's reason to be hopeful for the Giants this year. I'm telling you that, people, so. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to be hopeful. That's what I'd say. All right, people? We love you. Stay sweet.